Election day is tomorrow, and I'm going to celebrate it with my father. It's going to be fun. I really am not sure what's going to happen. Uh, probably not going to find out a lot tomorrow night. I, I'm pretty sure we'll be up till 1, 2 in the morning, and we're still not going to find anything out. But with election night, the madness comes out, and this is what I love about elections. So let's talk about some of this madness, because I think Biden's running mate may have dropped the ball a tad, or at least said the quiet part out loud. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Barack and I think it's a right for people to have bad care. Hey, hey, this is Gene. You're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics, and that could be your future president. According to polls, there's a 90% chance that could be your president. But let's get let's get straight to the skinny, because I think this is important. Now, I'm not scripting any of this. I actually do have to get ready, so this is going to be one of those things where I just kind of wing this. We need to talk about the difference between equality of purpose, or I'm, I'm sorry, equality of opportunity versus equality of outcome. Now, when we talk about equality of, of uh, opportunity, we are all equal when it comes to opportunity in this country. We can work hard, we can make good decisions, we can um, be smart, be intelligent, now, the problem with equality of opportunity is that there is capacity. Capacity means there are limits to an individual. So, for example, I have, I have definite capacity. I, I, there is no way I'm going to invent the new operating system for the Microsoft line. That's not me. There is no way the NBA is going to draft me as the next great center because I'm five foot nothing. There is no way. There are, there, there are limits that I have. That's capacity. But when you hear equality of outcome... No, oh, hold on. Let's go back. Because I have certain opportunities, what I have to do is, one, I have to make the right decisions. I have to do... I have to take my capacity to the limits, okay? And then my outcome will will come. It'll happen. Now, will I be as rich as Jeff Bezos or um, Bill Gates? No, probably not, because my capacity limits me from having the outcomes that those individuals actually had. And that's okay, because I can live very well. The pursuit of happiness. I could get property. I can do things. Equality of outcome basically says that we should all have the same outcome no matter what. This is a Marxist philosophy. This is the utopia. So no matter what, we are going to, we are all going to be equal. That is the goal. And who's going to make people equal? Government is going to make people equal. Now, we're going to talk about Kamala Harris. Uh, 
I hope it's, I said it right. I'm pretty sure I did. Because if I didn't say, if I said Kamala, I know I'm a racist. But I'm probably a racist anyway, because I'm already a uh, conservative. But the problem is, Kamala Harris actually believes that in equality of outcome. And she believes that the reason there is equality of outcome, there is not equality of outcome, is not because of individuals' uh, capacity, limits of capacity. She believes that equality of outcome is because um, of your race. And this, she's not the only one. She, she didn't even come up with the idea. Uh, Ibram Kendi actually came up with this idea. But the problem is, is that equality of outcome is also a communist Marxist philosophy. It's utopia. Now, we know the United States is the greatest country in the world. There's no ifs, whats, or hows about it. We've had our dark moments, but it's the greatest country because we treat individuals as individuals. So why am I doing this podcast? Do I think I'm better than Ben Shapiro or... Joe Rogan or... No, I don't. I think there's capacity there. And I don't think I'm ever going to be in the vicinity of those guys. But does that mean... But because I have equality of opportunity, I can do a podcast and people do listen. And I like it. And that's a good thing. Equality of outcome basically says that the government is going to actually determine what's going on. Now, we're going to talk about that. But first, let's listen to uh, Kamala Harris. How she released this video this week, this weekend. And I have no idea why she would do this before, two days before the election. Because this video is pure 100% communism. And it, it's this is the creation of this Marxist, this Marxist utopia that no one can create. So let's talk a little bit about it. And then what we're also going to talk about is what usually ends up happening when you do something like this. So let's listen to our ad. So there's a big difference between equality and equity. Equality suggests, oh, everyone should get the same amount. The problem with that not everybody's starting out from the same place. So if we're all getting the same amount, but you started out back there and I started out over here, we can get the same amount, but you're still gonna be that far back behind me. It's about giving people the resources and the support they need so that everyone can be on equal footing and then compete on equal footing. Equitable treatment means we all end up at the same place. Okay, first off, equality does not mean we all get the same amount. That is an absolute bullshit lie. What it means is we have the opportunity to have the same amount. We still have capacities. This is discussed in the Federalist Papers. It's discussed all over the place that capacity is something that we can't overcome. And the other thing is that there are 
there are times that you need help from the government. There are times, and the government should help. But that does not mean the government should determine your pathway. Now, I know I've talked about taxes, legal stealing. So here's here's what she is imagining. Everybody, everybody, from Bill Gates to me to the ditch digger that's filling in potholes on, on the boulevard, should all receive the same um, outcome. She's not talking about equality. She's talking about outcome. Opportunity versus outcome. She ignores that individuals have different capacities. So how do we do this? The government takes from the rich, from the people who have high capacities, and we give that money to the people who don't have as high capacities and can't and we make everyone different. Now there's a book, it's a fantastic book, The Gulag Archipelago by Alexander Sholzitskin. I hope I pronounced that correctly. That basically talks about that in the first, I don't know, third of the book. The government will take from the rich and they ain't given to the poor. Because the reality is the outcome that is really important is for the individuals in government. It's a lie. It's an absolute lie. It has always happened. This is how socialism and communism and dictatorships actually work. It's tyrannical. There is no creation of a utopia. There will never be a utopia. This is all a lie. When she released this ad, which I can't believe Joe Biden approved this ad. Well, she's going to be the next president of the United States anyway. This actually is exactly why we shouldn't vote for Joe Biden. Right here. Because like I told you last week, in six months, he's going to be out of office. I mean, the Congress is already trying to figure out how to get the 25th Amendment uh, set up so that they can kick Joe Biden out of office. That's a thing. That is happening. So, I, I just can't believe she released that ad. It is is just a really disgusting ad. Here's a newsflash. Folks, depend on yourself. You're an individual. Don't depend on the government. The government's not going to be there. It's run by people who lie, cheat, steal. Joe Biden is an example of that. Look at the money he's made from Ukraine, Romania, Hungary, um, Luxembourg, um, Yemen, uh, China. Joe Biden earns a grand total of, his family earns a grand total of like $400,000 a year and they have multi-million dollar homes in three different areas. This is guys worth $9 million. There's a reason for that. Because he's jobbed the system. I'm not saying he did anything illegal, but it's you don't necessarily have to do something illegal for there to be corruption, and there's definitely corruption. It's an absolutely disgusting ad, and I can't believe she released it. I can't believe they got it approved. And another story, so I don't know if you guys have been 
driving around. I have. And there have been Trump trains all over the place. And basically what a Trump train is, it's a bunch of trucks with Trump trucks and cars with Trump flags driving around. Okay, and they, they all get together. There's one Trump train, I believe it was in Texas, that was literally 96 miles long. That's what they were saying on Twitter. I don't know if that's true. But that's what they were saying. And one of these Trump trains actually ran into, in Texas, ran into a Biden, uh, a Biden bus. So what did they do? They surrounded the Biden bus. Good idea? Probably not. This was in San Marcos. This was in San Marcos, um, San Marcos, Texas. Okay, now I got to be careful here because San Marcos, there was a Trump train in uh, Vista, Oceanside, and San Marcos, uh, California, which is North County, San Diego. So here's something from the Daily Wire. At, at first, what happened was the Biden the Biden bus was felt threatened. And there's a there's a whole investigation going on now. For some reason the FBI is involved. I don't know why they weren't involved in anything else. I they they're involved in anything that's Trump, they won't touch. But oh, Biden's in trouble. They'll they'll bother him. So after what apparently happened is that one of the they were surrounding the bus and there was another Biden vehicle there. And the other Biden vehicle kind of switched lanes or kind of uh, scurried into the lane that one of the Trump trucks was in. And there was almost an accident. Now, whether that was on purpose or not, I don't know. But after research, they found that, well, wait a minute. This is not, this is actually, uh, the victim is apparently the Trump car because the other one had veered off. So this is what it this is what the article actually said. The at-fault vehicle may be a white SUV and the victim appears to be in the black truck, said a statement from the SMPD according to KXAN, which is a local media outlet. Calls to the driver of the white SUV have gone unanswered and the SMPD has not been contacted by the driver of the black truck. Since SMPD has not spoken to either driver at the time, additional investigation would be required to fully ascertain who is at fault. That's what the police said. The Federal Bureau of Investigation is looking into a Friday incident in which a group of Trump supporters driving trucks, waving Trump flags, and surrounding and follow following a Biden... That's a bad, bad... English, but following a Biden campaign bus as it drove up I-35 in Hayes County, a law enforcement official confirmed on Texas Tribune Saturday. So, in other words, it was an accident. And there wasn't even a real accident. It was just, okay, okay, the cars are doing their thing. The Trump supporters probably shouldn't have been there. That wasn't a good thing. But the reality, um, okay, you had cars. Now, the, the local police department said, well, well we could investigate it, but yeah, it looks like Biden may have been at fault. No one complained. No one is contacting the police department. Over. Why the FBI has to look into it, I, I have no idea. 
But anyway, but the Biden's team actually tore apart the Trump supporters. Uh, again, this is ironic because the Trump supporters, the last I checked, aren't burning down cities in Washington or Oregon or Washington, D.C. or New York or anything like that. But And, and they won't condemn them. That's not that's not a thing. But this is what the this is what the uh, Biden team said. Quote, rather than engage in productive conversation about drastically different visions that Joe Biden and Donald Trump have for our country, Trump supporters in Texas instead decided to put our staff, surrogates, supporters and others in harm's way. Our supporters will continue to organize their communities for Joe Biden, Kamala Harris and Democrats up and down the ballot. And to Texans who disrupted our event today, we'll see you on November 3rd. End quote. Um, again, this is a do-nothing thing. Do I think Trump supporters should have surrounded the van? Probably not. But who cares? This is not an issue. This is, again, just to make Trump supporters look bad. People have been following Trump for ages. And all these Trump supporters, they're not burning down our cities. They're driving around with flags. But that makes everybody uncomfortable. So that's a thing. The other thing that I, I, I loved, you didn't see a lot of, because this was not, well, you did see a lot of it on CNN especially, is, is these idiot celebrities going out there and trying to support a specific... Uh, candidate, which is always the Democrats. Let's call it what it is. Um, Lady Gaga decided to release a campaign ad or a go out and vote ad or whatever it is. And this ad was horrid. It was absolutely horrid. And even Democrats said, uh, that's not cool. She's dressed in full camel, standing in front of a truck, wearing big black boots and she's got a beer and she drinks a beer. Then she makes her America pitch, which you're going to hear in a second, and then crushes the beer and throws it on the ground like those damn those damn rednecks. I find it amazing because she's actually from New York. She's not from the Midwest. So listen to the ad and then we'll talk a little bit about it. Hey, this is Lady Gaga. I'm voting for America, which means I'm voting for Joe Biden. And if you live in Minnesota, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Michigan, Florida, or Arizona, I encourage you to vote. And if you have a friend that lives there, tell them to vote. I'm gonna be in one of these states tomorrow. Guess which one I'll be in? Hint, I used to live there. Cheers the 2020 election this was a really tone deaf ad and she's probably i don't know where she's going i don't know where she used to live but it's just really it's an insulting ad she's basically insulted half the country is what she's done with this ad very tone deaf very tone deaf and this is why it's been jeff daniels Alyssa milano Martin Sheen, all these people don't understand because you played an actor somewhere, because you played, you acted out as a politician, doesn't make you a politician, doesn't make you smart, doesn't make you anything. And it's just, it was a disgusting, it was a disgusting ad. Again, um, 
it's too bad it didn't... Uh, I'm Joe Biden, I approve this message, wasn't at the end of the ad, because it would have been pretty much exactly what Joe Biden thinks of people in the Midwest. And by the way, no one in Arizona or Nevada or Georgia listens to Lady Gaga's music. So let's, let's just get that through. So it it's tone deaf and it falls on deaf ears because no one is even going to acknowledge... Half the people don't even know who she is except in Los Angeles and New York. Let's call it, is. It, it, call it what it is. And she's a has-been anyway. So just a really dumb ad. But what's funny is, uh, apparently, it's the ultra-wealthy that are actually going out and, in New York, getting security for the elections. That's right. Uh, according to page six, as you are aware, government enforcement agencies across the country are making plans to control possible civil unrest, the upcoming presidential election uh, of uh, following the upcoming presidential election. Regardless of the outcome of Tuesday's election, our concerns range from isolated violent incidents to a long stretch of mass protests, confrontations between extremists, and potential property damage. Now, here's something really bizarre about that whole statement. Where do you think this is going to come from? If Trump loses the election on Tuesday, I can guarantee you you're not going to see Republicans protest or burn things down or anything because you don't see that now there are some extremists but even an extremist group like the proud boys which i'm not sure is a real extremist group they're definitely not white supremacists but they are more extremists they're alt-right these guys haven't actually destroyed anything it's been antifa it's been blm look at what's happening in philadelphia which by the way, is an absolute disaster. Insiders told Page Six that extra guards are being hired to patrol the apartment complex and will be armed. It's all a little much, but this is a Chelsea and the Eagle Leather Bar closed due to the pandemic. No one is going to complain about seeing a guy in uniform with a big gun, one of the residents said. A four-bedroom apartment in the building, costing around $7.5 million, while a two-bedroom is available for rent for about 7800 a month, the outlet said. Other celebrities who either currently live or have lived in the apartment complex include Chelsea Clinton, Malcolm Gaudwell, Bill Hader, Annie Leibovitz, Bridget Mayahan, I don't know who that is, tennis star Milos Rano. Rakovic, I don't know how to... iHeart Radio, Radio podcaster Rob Shooter and Grammy-winning husband Bruce Sussman. Isn't it amazing that the ultra-rich, all of those people support Antifa, they support BLM, and they are against the Second Amendment, want to hire armed guards to protect their property while wanting to take away your guns. Isn't that kind of amazing? The hypocrisy is absolutely, absolutely disgusting. And I, I don't understand... I, I don't understand why people don't get it. How is Trump actually losing this election at this point? 
I mean, yeah, he says some stupid shit, but that does not mean he should be losing. He should be killing this election. And you hear, I, I put, this is the second day in a row, I've actually put Joe Biden mumbling something you can't understand. I, this is the guy they want? Here, Here's the thing. All animals are created equal. Some are more equal than others. People like you and I, we should not be able to protect ourselves. We should be just part of the world. Meanwhile, these people who are so freaking important, I mean, an iHeartRadio podcaster, oh my gosh, he's too important to let die. So we need armed guards to protect him in his $7,800 a month rental in New York City. Well, they're preparing for anarchy in New York, Washington, D.C., and other places. A bunch of companies, Beverly Hills has done this, California. They're actually going in and boarding up windows, preparing for violence. Now, you know what that tells me? They honestly believe there is going to be violence, and there's going to be violence because groups that don't like Trump by the way, those groups probably aren't voting either. Let's let's be very clear. I I'm pretty sure you don't see a lot of Antifa members voting, and I'm pretty sure a lot of Antifa members are not pro Biden. They're more pro Bernie Sanders. They're probably further left than that. And I know BLM is, though BLM seems to have a real um, boner for uh, Kamala Harris. But it's going to be those groups that actually sit there and start tearing down our cities. It's not going to be Republicans. I mean, I'm going to a party tomorrow with a bunch of Republicans, and if Donald Trump looks like he's lost the election, you know what? We're going to go home. That's it. Nothing more. Not going to run in the streets. Well, here's a newsflash. Trump wins. We're not going to go running in the streets or anything like that. And nothing's going to happen with Republicans. It's always the left that does it. Now, that doesn't stop the media from sitting back and saying, well, and, and page six said it, with, with extremist groups. Of course, they don't say Antifa. They don't say BLM. Extremist groups, they mean white supremacists. Well, I'm pretty sure there won't be any white supremacists out there if Trump loses this election. They'll be, they'll be Antifa and they'll be BLM. They'll be out there no matter who wins the election. So what do I think is going to happen tomorrow? I have no idea. Right now, uh, Trump is definitely going to lose the popular vote. There's no question. He's nowhere near. He's actually worse in places. In He's worse with the national polls than he is with the, um, than he is with the local polls and the swing states. Uh, but he's right on top of everything as far as the swing states go. We need him to win Florida tomorrow. According to Ben Shapiro, if Trump does not win Florida, the election is over. And we should know Florida pretty early. I, I think he's actually up in Florida. Um, everything else is a dead heat. Iowa, it looks sounds like he's taken a lead. Uh, Ohio, it's a dead heat. Pennsylvania, it's a dead heat. Now, my dad has basically told me, hey, he thinks... Trump might take California. Well, looking at the enthusiasm of California voters, I would almost agree. The problem I have with California, and this is the thing, it's there's a lot of enthusiasm to vote for Trump. There's no enthusiasm to vote for Biden. 
None. But people couldn't care less. They're voting for Biden just not to vote for Trump. That's a bad way to vote. Very bad way to vote. And I'll tell you one thing. I actually convinced someone last week, you need to vote for Trump. And he was a Hispanic man, young man. And he said, well, he's a racist. And I, I, I had we had a discussion. And when he found out what actually was happening, he said he was beginning to change his mind. I wish I could get an extra day with him. I'm not going to have time. But we'll have to see. So I'll be gone uh, tomorrow night, on Tuesday night. I'll be back on Wednesday. Everybody enjoyed the elections. Stay safe. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. <laughs>